Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Gaming Adventure Club podcast. This week, we are talking about a Nintendo dropping a mini direct, Half-Life Alex, some free games, and PlayStation 5. But first, I am Manny G once again, and with me, as always, is my good friend, TX to the Andy Man. What's up, buddy? Oh, you know, just here hanging out. Being a stay-at-home dad slash teacher slash superintendent slash principal. Whoa. Yeah. They're going to start calling you the slasher. (laughs) 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 My friend, Andy, we we brought a friend with us. We're not alone. It's not just us. Hi, guys. Everyone, please welcome our friend, Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello. Hey, Matsky. I'm back. Does this make me a recurring character? It does. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Sweet. Yes. Joined and and with me as always and occasionally. <laughs> That's going to be your new <laughs> intro, Mr. Matt. Matt. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, well, boys, nice. it's been an exciting week. We were gone. We did not do an episode last week because my internet was awful. Sucks. Got coronavirus. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. It had a dry cough. It had mm. a fever, mm. and it uh, it 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 spit all over me. And uh, yeah, my internet was dead for several days. So uh, so we just thought, hey, let's just skip a week. And uh, here we are. We have returned, yes. everyone. Awesome. And uh, I'm excited. Yeah, same here. I am super excited. Me too. But first, before we go through all the news and whatnot, guys, I really have to ask you. Uh, how has your week been in in gaming this week? Like, have you guys been playing video games? Oh, you know cool the adventures? answer to that question, man. Well, I don't know. Been, I'm in, I'm just uh, hoping and anticipating. <laughs> yeah, Man, right. Manny, I would argue that we've been playing more video games than you. Yes, that's yes. <laughs> I think I think that's. But true. you know what? I can honestly say, Matt, that between you and I, we have covered 100 percent of manny's gaming time i think i'm pretty yeah, sure I, w- I would say we're we're pulling his weight too yeah. around here <laughs> <laughs> yeah well dude it's been good because uh it seems like the three of us have been pretty consistently uh playing together not the three of us at the same time but certainly like you and matt have had some pretty decent uh adventure time in poe Right along with a few oh, other yeah. friends in yep. the community, I was in there for a second, a hot second, oh, and then I man. dipped out. Uh, so, then, so Andy, okay. have you, have you ever had like like a good friend that you just really really loved, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden you found something out about him, and then you're like, I don't know if we could be friends anymore, <laughs> because <laughs> I have discovered that our friend Andy. He just doesn't really like Path of Exile, and it makes me so sad, dude. Now I can listen. rip the tail off my kitten. That's all sad. No, that's mean. Don't do that. That's bad. Um, no, I okay. All right, Andy, defend what? yourself. Okay, look, <laughs> I, I didn't say I didn't like it. Okay? okay, I didn't say I didn't like it. You're you are twisting my words, Manny. Okay, yes. <laughs> I they, said they don't call me the twister for nothing. <laughs> you're the you're the twister. <laughs> the I'm the slasher, slasher and the okay. twister. Uh, yeah. Listen, uh, I I just said that Path of Exile was like sticking. It's like putting me in an F1 race car, bro. It's fast, yeah. It's awesome, but there's too much going on. There's too many buttons and pedals and people talking <laughs> in my ear, and I gotta. This too much. I can't do it, Manny. Okay, I need. Like I told, I like I told you. I just need you to tell me which which pedal makes me go and which pedal uh-huh. makes me stop. I'll figure the steering out myself. But <laughs> but Path of Exile has just got way too much going on, bro. Way too much. It's a great it's, game. It really yeah, is. It's I, over the top. I totally I totally get how when you get into it, 
it's a ton of fun, right? But I just felt mm. like, oh, man. Like we started Diablo, right? A few days yeah. ago, I started Diablo. And I'm like, you know, on two different systems. I'm on I'm on the PC and the Switch. Both of those <laughs> characters are already in the end game. You know, like I love that about that game. It's just so fast. Yeah. Not nearly as deep. I'm not saying it's better than PoE. It's just for a simple man like me. Especially in the current, you know, with everybody home and everything, it's just, it seemed like it was going to take too much of a time investment to really get into it, you know? Mm, yes. Uh, so Matt, what about they... you, buddy? <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, I, PoE is a really difficult game to get into initially. If you have mm-hmm. never played it before, there is just so much going on. Yeah. Diablo is not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> true. <laughs> um, it's true. I, so I, I totally get where Andy's coming from. I, and we were talking about it earlier while we were playing. I like a lot of things about PoE, and I like a lot of things about Diablo. Neither one of them's a perfect game, mm-hmm. but they both have really great. They do really great things differently I mm. really different things greatly i, I don't sure well, yeah both no that works yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> that works both of those uh no and you know what yeah they're they're really like i was telling you manny right like i like that wolson introduced me to like that's why i can say that i can see how poe could be great because wolson mm-hmm. introduced me to that dial with all the different sort of um um uh, like the passive tree passive tree yes. yeah. right and and it's so cool right like i thought that was awesome because i could turn the wheel and then follow a path now it wasn't nearly the size of the poe one but but i liked yeah. that option right i really did mm-hmm. and then looking at the poe um you know passive map right or or yeah. or whatever it's like the constellation it's like looking up into the stars it was yeah it was like man think about the builds that you could put together and then you know like uh, diablo you know to me i like the sets because it simplifies the game uh for me um and and it fits so well into that seasonal format where you know uh oh what's his name martin was it game lantern game lantern right yeah uh yep he he made that joke uh, last night where he's like, am I going to start playing Diablo and then you guys are going to be done in like two weeks? And it's funny, but it's also true, right? <laughs> yes. It's like, boom, I, I, you know, I, you, we get our fix. Yeah. We get to where we need to get to, you know, whatever GR that is. And then, you know, we move on to the next thing. And maybe that next I, thing yeah. is POE, you know? Because that's exactly what happened season, was it 19 that we played last? We did. I, yeah. And like we both played and we both got to a point. We we didn't complete the season. We didn't get all the achievements, but we both mm. got to a point where we're like, that was fun. I'm going to go play something mm. else now. Let's go do something else. Yeah. And dude, you've been, you've been on fire, Matt, where like you, you did POE, you're doing Diablo right now. You did, uh, I guess you got to a point where you felt like, yeah, I got, I got enough stuff out of uh, division. Yeah. Like, well, been all over the place, dude, D- division and I, we're, we're not on speaking terms at the moment. <laughs> Division's been a little rough. They 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 had some bugs that they had to fix, and to mm. fix or until they could figure out how to fix them, they disabled the ability to manually reset one of the seasonal activities from the expansion. Mm. And that was one of my main ways to play was I would play through the manhunt and then I would reset it. Oh, I see. And then I would go back and play it again, and right. I, I I was just I don't know I enjoyed that. But I, I will, for a couple of reasons, I'm a little frustrated with it right now. And it's I, I don't want to play a game about what the division's about right now. Oh, I see. Like, <laughs> That's true. A little too close to home. <laughs> it's a little too close to home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I totally get that, man. Totally get that. But you did end up getting, I know you were, weren't you ch- uh, chasing that striker set or something like that? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Um, I, I got all the pieces for that. and it's mm. And that's another thing right now. All the sets are broken. Yeah. They don't work like they're supposed to. Mm. Striker, especially. Right. It's and so I'm. I, I want it to be fixed, and it's there. It's waiting for me when I come mm-hmm. back, and yeah. I will play it again because I I love the game. Right. Yeah. Like I love the actual game. Mm-hmm. But it's a I just, fun game. I need it's some time away game. right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's a ton of fun, but 
Uh, I get totally. Yeah, sick. I always, I always get like a little nervous whenever I hear about uh, the set items or new sets because they get so. Like, I remember, I think the developer's name is like Trick Dempsey. He's super excited about some of the sets they were bringing to the Division Two when the game first came out, and it was yep. like, we are not playing the same game. I don't get where you're finding all this crazy power and stuff, and it just doesn't, it just doesn't exist. And yeah, some of the new sets they brought in. It, things just kind of look kind of lackluster. It just it just wouldn't stick for yeah. me. Like I, well, I tried real hard to just get in and play and to kind of relive the division too. But man, you know, I, don't I, know. I think one thing that they're doing there is it, I don't think that they want sets in division two to be sets in division one. Mm. Like yeah. sets in division one were the game defining pieces. If you, with the exception of some of the exotics, if you weren't running sets like you didn't have a build mm. yeah whereas in division two there's a lot more options mm-hmm. now i yes right now the meta is stack weapon damage and go melt things because yeah. bullet sponges but that I, I don't think that they want everything to be set focused this time mm. around and i you know yeah. I, I like where they're going i can see where they're going but it's not there yet right but that's the tricky thing of having a game that has set bonuses and having a game that has all this itemization because if you don't want the set bonus to to shine, like all the set pieces, if you don't want that to really shine and be the end game and you want people to make their own builds, then you have to have a system that supports that. You got to have a right. ton of options so that there's a chance for somebody to make something that is really cool and meaningful that goes down a path that maybe even right. it's not even attended, but, but the, the possibility is there. And like Andy and I were talking about the differences in Diablo three and Diablo two and path of exile earlier. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, a lot of us, a lot of uh, like our friends, a lot of you guys that listen to the show. I know a lot of you don't play action RPG games, but you play a lot of destiny and Indivision, mm-hmm. a lot of games where it's about loot and, and mm-hmm. items. And I think if you're going to have a game that is all about loot and items, then you've got to have some depth there and you got to leave some opportunity for some cool things to happen. Even if they're unintended, even if it's something you got to fix later on, mm-hmm, but right. that is where that thrill happens. Right. When you all of a sudden, like I was looking on a, a Reddit post and there's these, uh, there's just to keep it simple. There's these modifiers you could put on your maps in path of exile and a map basically it's like a dungeon basically and one of the things increased your speed uh by the amount of poison you had on you and this guy had a had a poison build with some other modifiers and he showed a video because of of this particular little mod or whatever it was supposed to be like a debuff where he's like flying through the map like Hmm. super fast (laughs) and it was like that is so cool and that right. wasn't like like a thing like that's not like a set, right? You can't get the the fast right. poison set or whatever. It's, right. It's just it's something that could happen naturally. Right. A perk on an item is is yeah. how you uh yeah. yeah, dude. That no, dude, I really absolutely agree with you on that, man. To 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 ha- to be able to have that sort of liberty and and just to have the luck, right? To to get an item that that has a specific perk and a different item, same thing, right? That has another yes. awesome perk. And then all of a sudden, instead of trying to find what the the quote unquote meta is, yeah. you're def- you are defining the meta on the fly, right? Just exactly. based on, uh, I think, I mean, I'm, I guess it, it still opens itself up to like, well, the meta then falls, shifts over to instead of items or sets to like perks, right? That's similar to what like yeah. the problem that Destiny has, yeah. right? Right. I call, I call it a problem. I, I think it is when the thing you're chasing are like the same three perks on everything, right? Mm, I yeah. think they've expanded yeah. that to like five perks now. But it's still like how many perks do they have on their guns? Like 20, 30? And, sure. and really people are aiming for right. like and five yeah, like things, you, know? you know, for example, in Destiny you have – there's I, I haven't played in a while admittedly. But, you know, you, you look at a sniper rifle that drops and there's like yeah. – there's two perks that you want on it. Otherwise, it's trash. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's what I'm trying to say, right? Is 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 yeah. There, you still kind of have the same thing, but on a on not a, as a like a rampant level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it starts. And I appreciate how worse. hard it is to balance that stuff, especially yeah. in a PvP game. You know, but right. but like in other games, like like Diablo, for instance, bring that up one more time. There's like 
there's items in Diablo 2 that have like like a blue item, right? Nobody cares about a blue item, but you could get a blue item that has a range of like a potential stat from one to a thousand, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like if you get lucky and you get that thousand roll, nine fifty or whatever, it blows your mind. You're like, this is amazing, right? And then you, you're playing all of a sudden. You're like, well, I'm gonna change everything I do to kind of center around this one item because this is so cool. Let's support this item in wasn't my build that, or whatever. Wasn't that similar uh-huh. to what was happening in in the Division One where people were chasing the blue? Uh, oh, it was it was at mods. release. It was yeah. early in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they had damage so to elites. High. Yeah. Well, and they could roll damage to elites, and none of the other mods could in Division One. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. So that's right. people were making new characters just to farm those in, farm in those lower, mods. lower tier areas. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Yeah. yeah. So and it's you know, and sometimes that's I don't know. In some ways, you look at that as like a cry for help. Like the community is like, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> give us some options. Like just when everything's equal, nothing's special, awesome. right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right. No, I, mean, well, I totally see where you're coming from, but uh, but yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, well, don't th- we have a week, show to do? Yeah, this week in game balance and itemization, we talk about. Okay, <laughs> dude, that's our next oh, show. All right, I just I just fell asleep. All right, all right, wake up, everybody. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, right. Story number one, Andy, my friend, you are the resident Switch aficionado. You are the Ooh. the ninja Switch, Bro. and uh, oh, we only we if gotta, it's Diablo. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we got a story. Nintendo, they just dropped. A cute little baby direct on us. Oh, nice, dude. And isn't ev- that what everybody's doing? Because since they can't go to any of the conferences or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, here we that's go, That's the way to do it. From Engadget. After several months without a proper direct, Nintendo at long last debuted a-, a presentation without any prior warning. For some reason, it decided to call it Nintendo Direct Mini, which is especially strange given the glut of news it delivered. First up, several Switch games dropped today, including Panzer Dragoon Remake and Jedi Knight Jedi Academy, along with demos for upcoming titles such as Bravely Default 2, uh, such as Bravely Default 2, period. <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> is also rolling out a Ring Fit Adventure update today, which should, which should come as welcome news if you managed to snag the fitness game before it started selling out everywhere. Some 2K franchises, including Borderlands and Bioshock, will debut on Switch in a couple of months, all on the same day, while Burnout Paradise Remastered, I love those games, by the way, uh, is headed to the console later this year. Nintendo also revealed release dates for Windows or Windows for the likes of Xenoblade, Chronicles Definitive Definitive Edition, Saints Row 4, Reelected, and Minecraft Dungeons. There was also a teaser about the next Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Fighter, news on the first Animal Crossing New Horizons seasonal event, Pokemon Sword and Shield Expansion Pass info, and much, much more. You can also check out all the details for yourself by watching the direct uh, below which I'm sure has a link associated with it. But yeah. we can't give you a link over no. the audio waves. This is a podcast. Yes. Nintendo.com. There you go. Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. That's it. That should be a good start. It was right easy. There. Wow. <laughs> so nice, man. It's, it's what I do. <laughs> That's why it's I'm right. here. Resident IT uh, specialist. Um, does, this, uh, does this make you happy? Anything here? There's a lot of stuff in there. You know, dude, it's so funny. Um, this reminds me. I had an interesting conversation with this a uh, nice little old lady at the CVS. Mm. I went to go pick up my uh, allergy prescription. Were you six course, feet away? I was, dude. They've got the Thank stickers you. down Thank and you. everything on the on yep. the on the floor, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> but this lady, she was out and about, man. She was just like shopping. She didn't have a care in the world, man. <clears throat> nice little old lady. You know, we got to chit chatting, and she was telling me how you know. Like she was asking me what I was doing. I said, well, you know, I asked her the same thing. Like, what are you doing? And uh, she says, well, I've been, you know, just doing the same thing I always do, you know, and I, I, I have, uh, uh, I like to play my Animal Crossing on my Nintendo 3DS, and it just kind of like blew me away. Like <laughs> 70, dude. Awesome. And then so nice. we got into the conversation about how Animal Crossing had just come out the day before, and she should get a Switch, and she said, uh-huh. and then I talked to her about, because uh, she was really into like uh, other farming games, and I I mentioned, uh, you know, I was trying to remember, I was like, what's that game, what's that game? And it was... Um, 
Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Matt. Because <laughs> I had forgotten it again. Um, and so I mentioned that to her. And so it was, anyway, it was a nice conversation. But that's a little rabbit trail that we just went down. No, um, it was great. I was expecting you to tell me that she was one of the three people on Earth that has a ring fit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. Can, you, can uh, you imagine how good those people feel about themselves that bought yeah. one and now they're stuck at home all day? Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No kidding. yeah. They probably it probably like, takes 30 uh, days from Amazon to get one now. <laughs> wow. No, dude, but, uh, but you know, like I said, burnout, burnout sounds really good to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because you're you're you don't want an F1 car. There's too many buttons. You just need no, to go and stop. But dude, burnout, it, it, the same thing, right? Burnout was the the completely mindless arcadey racing yep. game, not the you know, not the. I guess not that's the Gran point Turismo that you're or to Forza. Yeah, yes, exactly. that's exactly the point. Uh, what was that? Yeah, bro, you're yeah. too high level for me, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but 100% of my interactions today were with a seven-year-old. So I'm just, I'm just excited to be talking to adult people. Well, no, no, bring it back down to the seven-year-old. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I'll get back down there. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, but, uh, uh, um, also, uh, Bioshock. Bioshock sounds really good. Borderlands. I mean, I guess for people who love that game, but mm-hmm. I don't know, dude, y- you know how I feel about the fit, the, the fit, the switch. You yeah. Know, I love, I love the portability of it and games yeah. like. Um, you know, big games like uh, Borderlands and Bioshock. I I don't know that that I would enjoy them if I if if I have to put them on a, a bigger screen with a control and with a proper yeah. So control in my the, head. those two, I I'm not so excited about. There was one 2K game that got left off out of this article, but uh, XCOM Two is also coming. Oh, okay. And, uh-huh. and that I am excited about because that that should be a great Switch game. Really? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's an like, older game, right? Uh no not I mean came out a few years ago XCOM the original is like oh, yes. a right. 1980s yes like mm-hmm. and, but so the IP is old but the XCOM two is is fairly new uh 2016 maybe okay but it's, mm. it's a it's a, a tactical game turn based yeah, tactical yeah. um and I I don't know it just seems perfect for hey I'm you know wait i'm on the bus going to work well you know if you ever leave your house again yeah but right. uh yeah you know you just need to you pull out your switch you run a mission real quick and you put it up and your game oh, you, you pick it up later yeah nice dude nice. dude i think the switch i think nintendo doesn't have a whole lot to worry about because we're going to talk about the coming consoles uh towards the end of the show but mm-hmm. they have this gold mine here where they have these con- these games that ran pretty nicely a couple years ago and they're just remaking them for the Switch, and people are mm-hmm. picking them up. And this yep. is this is a really cool thing about the Nintendo Switch is that they're kind of recreating some of these experiences, and for people mm-hmm. that either have heard about these games and they happen to have a Switch, or the idea of playing these games on the go. Like I think mm-hmm. the Switch is not going to have a problem, uh, apart right. from the fact that there's apparently some shortages with the Nintendo mm. Switch coming. I didn't throw the story in the notes here, but but that might be a thing. So if you're thinking about grabbing a Switch, uh, think again. No, go ahead and try it and see what happens. <laughs> but be prepared that you might you might have a bit of disappointment if it's not available. Yeah, well, I think Nintendo just, I think they figured out they weren't going to compete with Sony and, and Microsoft. So mm-hmm. they, they found kind of a little... I don't know a niche area of yeah. the console market, and and starting with the Wii, like they've been mm-hmm. a console, but nobody has ever, I think nobody's ever done a direct comparison. No one's been like, oh man, the Wii is so much worse than the PS, whatever <laughs> yeah. it was at the time. Yeah, but, exactly. because it's it's the same but different. Like it's a totally yes. different experience than gaming on a PlayStation or an Xbox. Yeah, it's right. almost and like they're I, not. I think that's what's working really for competition. Them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Hopefully, they can figure out that whole uh, Game Pass thing. That'd be Ooh, nice. That'd be fire. That'd be crazy. Mm. Yeah. One more um, thing on the Switch, though. Yeah. Go for being it. Being the the resident Switch expert that I yeah. am, uh, dude, I'm I'm finding myself having to use my readers to play now. 
I can't. I can't do. Uh, oh no, no, dude! I can't. I can't play it <laughs> yeah. with my naked eyeballs. I gotta throw some magnifying glasses on there. <laughs> oh my goodness, Andy! Yeah, dude, you, I know. It's getting bad. You gotta bro. switch over to uh, iOS you gaming see? now. <laughs> see, see, I'm one of the weird guys that I prefer to play my Switch docked. Like I, I like it on my oh, TV. Oh yeah, like on oh, your TV. Yeah, yeah I, I, I do. Duff is like that too, dude. Duff loves it. Uh, playing with it docked i think that's actually his preference yeah like uh, archimedes it, it's yeah. it's definitely my it's my preference but mm-hmm. it is so nice to if i need to i can just pull it out of the dock and take and it with me take off yeah no there, there's certainly games that i've played with it docked i'll, I'll do uh, diablo on there uh uh docked from time to time but right. like i said it just it's nice for me to like you know when when the wife is like i hate being a two I feel guilty about being away from my wife for too long. You know, poor girl, she's like watching a show or something. So I'll just plop my, you know, butt right down next to her and I'll be just clicking away on my switch and, and at least sit with her, you know? Yeah. Um, so that yeah. does feel like, like I, I do enjoy that about, um, you know, the switch, but yeah, but they, that's why you know, I'm, there's definitely, dude, I'm sorry. That's why I'm excited for like the legends of Runeterra to come to iOS mm-hmm. so I could finally spend some time with my wife. Yeah. Like, because, <laughs> <laughs> yes. She won't come in here where the PC is. Uh, Isn't she in a different state right now? Yeah, yeah, she is. She's <laughs> driving home. She's driving home Sunday. She, uh, um, hmm. yeah, her her parents uh, they they have a, rented a condo in Florida for the entire month, but they've been at there for like a month and a half though. And oh, wow. and her mom was like, "Why don't you just drive down and hang out on the beach?" So they did because they're on they're on a private beach where there's no oh, other nice. humans. So yeah. it's like, well, okay, I'll stay home and work. No problem. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Heck yeah. But, uh, Heck yeah. There you go. No, but I don't have a Switch, though. I'm the only Switch. I'm Switchless. But, uh, I, hey, I didn't know Minecraft Dungeons was coming to the Switch. That's pretty dope. There you go. But, hey, uh, that's all kinds of stuff. All right. What's next? What's next, Manny? What's next? Andy, what's mm-hmm. next? I don't know. Matt, what's next, buddy? Oh, next. <laughs> so, Surprise! since we're all stuck at home, since we're yeah. all stuck at home, free games. There's Heck people yeah. giving stuff away. Oh yeah, totally to help nice. you pass the time at home. Mm-hmm. Mm. Matt Matsky was kind enough to link. We were talking about this earlier, and uh, I know on disc on Discord, um, Milks mentioned. Now this has passed, uh, but he mentioned that um, uh, Watch Dogs was being given away by Epic Game Store. Uh, that that ended today. Today being the twenty sixth yes. in the morning. Like, yeah. So yeah, if you didn't if you didn't get a chance to snag it, but that that kind of led to the whole conversation about well, you know, what kind of free stuff is out there, especially with so many of us, um, you know, we're either working from home or just finding ourselves with more free time, right? Um, yeah. What better distraction uh, from some of the real world, and not just the you know the the being. Um, isolated, but you know, there's so much o- other stuff for other ramifications. You know, what mm-hmm. better distraction from that than to get a little gaming in, right? Um, so Matt was kind enough to link a Kotaku article. We've also pulled up, you know, the Epic Game Store in the stream, uh, or I'm sorry, the Steam uh, app, just to kind of run through some of these games. Some of them look pretty good, man. I was looking at that Kotaku article and um, this Child of Light of Light RPG. Yeah, uh, I played it. Did you? How yeah, was a long that, time dude? ago. Like, I think it was, there was like a, a, some points you got from the Ubisoft store, and I played mm-hmm. it like forever ago just to get those points. So uh-huh. I didn't really like it. Because <laughs> oh, <you laughs> I don't I don't play games like that. So it's like, yeah, it's it's just not my type of game, but it was it, it was lovely. It was well, well put together, well done, and I think it reviewed nicely. So, yes. Yeah. The the um it's a turn bait so the story or i'm sorry the uh so i pulled it up i pulled up one of the links for the um for the game just to kind of read a little bit more about uh-huh. it. And it and it touted it as an arpg and of course i was like what that's totally <laughs> up my alley right now you have my attention yes but turns out it's just a a, a straight up rpg like turn based the whole bit right uh but uh, but it looked like you said I didn't play you did uh it looks mm-hmm. lovely it really does look nice um it's it's got a really pretty color palette it looks you know more of like it's a, like yeah the 
I'm looking at the screenshot here. It looks like the game is like watercolored, like a storybook. Yeah, yeah, exactly, mm. exactly. It seems like a great way to relax, like mm-hmm. just stare at the screen. I don't care if I play it; I'll just stare at the title screen or something for a while. No kidding, no kidding. And so I pulled up the review. It it kind of uh, the reviewer. It like you said, Manny. It scored well. The reviewer called it mm-hmm. like a po- like a a poem that you play, right? Yeah. Um, and then the music in the background sounded really nice. It really did look like a relaxing game, but it's an RPG, not an ARPG. <clears throat> um, there you go. and it's free. So free right now, uh, up until the, uh, 28th, uh, 9 a.m. on the 28th. So if you want to grab that one, check the, uh, Epic Game Store. No, on PC. check, check you play. You play. I'm sorry. Yes, you play. It's Ubisoft. My yes. bad. Thank you, man. Fact check. Dude, this guy's great, Manny. <laughs> you should hire him. <laughs> like, so finally, someone to call me on my BS. Matt, 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 uh, Manny d- uh, refuses do to do it. <laughs> no, I just bask but, in it. I'm but just you're like, so yeah, nice dude, about it, Matt. That's, it the, uh, that's the thing. You're not a mean fact checker. You're a really nice one. You just kind of jump in there and say, oh, no, actually, it's this. <laughs> uh, Life is Strange Episode 1, free right now uh, on the Microsoft uh, Store. I believe either this one or the second one is also playable on uh, Game uh, Game Game Pass. Game Pass. Um, yes, but I don't know if it's the first or the second one. Uh, I have played the first one. I played it on way back when, when I had a PlayStation that was sent to me by a friend of mine named Manny. Manny Goots, oh, as wow. I like to call him. Um, but I did, I did play this, and this was a decent game. It was fun. The the um, you know, it played. It was episodic, right? Uh, and it so it kind of played like a story more than a game, you know. But uh, but it was really cool. I thought it was cool. I didn't finish the game because mm-hmm. I was dumb and I was playing Destiny at the time, but. <laughs> But this game did actually peel my attention away for a pretty decent amount. <clears throat> yeah. If if you look around, you'll find there's there's a lot of free stuff on offer right now, mm-hmm. which, which is great. I think uh, even Minecraft, Microsoft, so that uh, Minecraft, they're putting a bunch of stuff in the Minecraft store that's free, that is mm-hmm. kind of educational in nature, right. just to yep. uh, educate. Well, there's so many kids at yeah. home right now. Right, and I mean you've you've got the the classic the games that are always free. Um, yes, I mean, yes. You, you, all your battle royales out there, the right. new modern warfare, right? Uh, Warzone, mm-hmm. um, Path of Exile, P- Path of Exile, Path, yep. Poe, yes, exactly. Destiny is free. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. the base and, game uh, at least. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. But yes. uh, speaking of stuff that's free, actually the opposite, not free at all. Uh, Next up is Half-Life Alex. Uh, It's being called the best game that you will probably never play. And the Mm. reason why is because of uh, just that issue. It is so expensive to get into. Mm -hmm. And before we talk about the game itself, because it did score super well, but it really is like one of the first VR games that is VR Mm -hmm. first. That's like a triple A title. And like, uh, like not just a triple A title, like, Valve thought this worthy of a Half-Life title. Yes, exactly. Which is like a generation-defining thing, right? Mm-hmm. So and people and people have been waiting for like the next chapter, right? Like, it's, yep. yeah. And to make and to make it exclusive to VR because it isn't just VR for it's like only VR, right? It wasn't worth the stories that they were not gonna. Yeah, there weren't gonna be any ports right. or anything like that to the console or the PC. Yeah, it's it's a VR only experience right now. And, uh, you know, they're, it's scoring like a 10 out of 10. Like this thing is something special, but you know, the thing with VR is that it's really expensive, you know, which is part of the story here because it, there's not a lot of people that have a VR headset, um, because Mm. there's just this whole barrier to entry. You can play this game on like the Oculus quest. That's like 400 bucks. But if you want the valve index, that thing's like a thousand dollars just Ooh. for that and you can't like let's say if i gave you a valve index you can't do anything with it unless you have a pc to hook it up to so it's like mm. that's just a peripheral you know so it's it's crazy it's i watched a uh linus tech tips they did a video about uh what kind of graphics card do you need to run half-life alex so mm-hmm. he did all kinds of uh, a few different cards in there he did do the oculus quest he ran it with a, a 1060 
which you can, that's a GPU. You can get that used for like a hundred bucks or so. It's not a new one, but mm-hmm. he played it on low settings and said it was fairly smooth and whatnot. And you could actually see it's a YouTube video filming him, but also filming the screen. So it's, it's kind of, you know, you can't necessarily tell from a YouTube video. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want a good experience, you're going to have to buy like an RTX 2000 series or something like that, where you're spending like 500 bucks on a graphics card, let alone yes. having a CPU. So you don't bottleneck. That's going to be worth around 300 bucks. So there's a lot of money you got to throw into this whole situation. If you're going to play VR, if you already have a gaming PC, that's decent enough, uh, 400 bucks for an Oculus quest. Right. Oof. And then you can then you can play Half-Life Alex. So So you're saying so you're saying yeah. the actual price for this game is depending on <laughs> what you already have. Yeah. Upwards of about a million I mean, what, dollars. A thousand bucks, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's an expensive Oof. experience. And I was I was reading through and we're gonna check out some of the Metacritic stuff. But I was reading through some of the the uh, the user scores and the uh, nine out of ten for user scores mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. sweet, and people are like, I bought an uh, an index just for this game. I bought a rig just for this game, and so people are spending wow. thousands of dollars yeah. because it's called Half Life, which is amazing. Yeah. And to Matt's point, right? Yeah, and and it's and it's apparently a great game. So, wow. There you go. Uh, I know IGN in the U.S. scored it a ten out of ten, uh, but but I couldn't. I, I I read through their article, couldn't find any any nice uh, quotes for the podcast. But IGN uh, Italy wrote this: Half Life Alex is an incredible demonstration of what can be done with virtual reality. Nobody so far has put the amount of resources and research that Valve did. This might not be the killer application VR needs. But it's an excellent game worthy of the mainstream series Half Life. Wow. So yeah, it's 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 true. Like Valve did a tremendous amount of work to get this together. And it's funny because like uh, uh, Facebook, they own Oculus Quest. I don't remember who I heard talking about this, but they brought up the point that to get um Half Life Alex to run on Oculus Quest and other VR sets was a ton of work that like you would think Facebook would do to make them their their uh, device compatible with other things but apparently Valve put in all the work to get it to work and apparently as well that there were uh, features that would have that were kind of uh, um taken out or or not made that would have only worked on an index so they kind of dumbed some things down, so to speak, or removed features that only worked well with with Valve's gear, uh, mm-hmm. because they wanted more people to be able to experience it without having to spend a thousand bucks. So pretty crazy. Yeah, that is. But I sure. I don't um I don't see myself ever playing something like this. Yeah, yeah. super super niche. Right, you, yeah. a- Andy, uh, you. Don't you work with a guy that's all about VR? Yes, yeah. I, so he's not at my station, but um, he uh, he works uh, at another station. Dude, that guy has uh, like a whole setup. He travels around. He's all about his Oculus. So he's got like a a proper like high speed Oculus for mm-hmm. his main computer, and then he has a, a an Oculus that he takes around. That's like a portable one. Yeah. Right. That'd be the quest because it is yes. portable. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah, dude. It's uh, he is. That's it. That's his platform of choice. He doesn't game mm-hmm. on anything else. Yeah, and um, All right. I don't so, know, dude. I just don't. I couldn't see myself doing that, man. It, that, that's a long. I, I'd get dizzy. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think it would be cool, but I, I don't know. I, this is a rabbit hole that I would go way too far into. Like, I would mm-hmm. need a gaming room that is yeah. just empty and set up with, you know, room scale VR, mm-hmm. the sensors in all the corners. Mm-hmm. So I didn't hurt myself. <laughs> you want to do it right. Huh? Walls like yeah. the works. Yeah. Because right. this seems like something that I would just kind of get lost in. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a there's but, a girl named uh, Georgia Dow, and I hear her sometimes on uh, This Week in Tech, and she has four, three or four rooms in her house dedicated to VR, so that her, her husband, and I don't know if she has one or two kids, but so they could all play at the same time if they want to. Like that is some crazy commitment to VR. Wow, crazy, yeah. And I can't imagine Dude, how much that costs. My wife would never let that happen. She'd be like, <laughs> "No, if we're not going to have four rooms for for gaming, we'll have three rooms." She she'd rather turn one into like, "This is my powder room. This is my shoe room." <laughs> well, <laughs> think think about how many houses don't have that many bedrooms. I know. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'd have to be like, I'd have to convince my wife. I'd be like, so there's this new thing. Everybody's doing it. It's where your bed stands up against the wall. And, <laughs> and then that way you have all this free space and it feels great. And by the way, we're getting, we're spending 2000 bucks on a new gaming, a uh, VR set for our bed. Yeah, right. Like, VR setup. I mean, yeah. That's, okay. I, I, I don't want to sound setup. like I am like, I, I think that people that do this are stupid or they waste their money. Like, I think it's, it's awesome. And I would love yeah. to get into this. I just, there is no way I could justify doing it. Yeah. But, and, but Alex is one of the first games where I've been like, okay, okay. Now that's what VR in my brain has always been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're finally can, getting there. Huh? You can like, uh, I was watching, I watched a quit, uh, clip of Quinn 69. He was playing, uh, Alex mm-hmm. and uh, he's a YouTuber. And he's like freaking out because he found this one spot where there was like a, a glass, there's a window, and he found some uh, dry erase markers. And he picked up a dry erase marker and he starts drawing on the window. And he's like, this works. He's like freaking out because it's like, that's something you can do in VR. And then he, and then he finds like a dry erase, uh, like, a, like the eraser or whatever, and he erases what he drew. And he's like screaming and freaking out because it is, it's a virtual world, right? And if mm-hmm. you, and if like the, the people behind Half-Life Alex, Valve, they've put so much work into it to make it an amazing experience, an immersive experience. And I was reading through some of the reviews where people are saying you can pick up anything and your hands are like a part of the physical space in the world. So you touch and move things with your hands and and so it's it's this huge leap in in gaming that we really haven't seen before to this level and this extent. So I think this is actually something that's really special, whether you're interested in this or not, or whether you think you'll ever get into it or not. I think this is a, a notable title because of what it proves VR can be and do in the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Cool. So uh, cheers, Valve. Good job. Yeah, right. But uh, lastly, boys, let's talk about something super exciting. So uh, you know, uh, you know Mark Cerny, right? The uh, the guy no, that I don't. Th- that dropped who, out of college. Who is to, Mark Cerny? <laughs> he dropped out of college to go work for uh, Atari and make Marble Madness. Later, joined uh, Crystal Dynamics to help become the first U.S. game studio to get their hands on a PlayStation dev kit. Later worked with PlayStation themselves to create PlayStation 3 to be the lead designer for PlayStation 4 and now the lead designer for PlayStation 5. And he actually doesn't even work for Sony, which is funny. He's just no. a, uh, he's a consultant. Uh, but That's yeah, crazy. lead designer though, so I guess. <laughs> he's, he's the consultant. Yes, he is the. So super smart guy. People, uh, people love this guy. For, rightly so. He's, he's, uh, he seems like a good guy too. I watched some of his interviews. Like back in the past when like the PlayStation 4 uh, Pro came out, just being interested in who he was and what he had to say. And he even received some kind of like fancy technology award or something. Anyways, but uh, he gave his GDC talk uh, that was spilling all the beans about the PlayStation 5's internals. And Mm -hmm. it was really interesting. But unfortunately, uh, it was a GDC talk. The game right. developer conference talk that he was supposed to give them, but it was canceled, obviously. So people went into this looking at this video, uh, this YouTube video, even though the very first thing they say is that this is a talk for developers. People were mad. They were not happy because it's like they didn't get anything that they were expecting because they see Microsoft 
throwing these bombs, dropping these mics and all this stuff about the the next Xbox. And they're like, okay, now it's Sony's turn. Here we go. And then, you know, in an hour, they're all asleep. You know, yeah, right. Because, <laughs> because it was kind of a dry talk. But, uh, you know, it was crazy because it wasn't necessarily for that type of fan, right? Mm-hmm. But it was a demonstration of the type of technology that Sony is putting into the next PlayStation. And um, I thought it was pretty interesting. But did you guys have a chance to look into it, to read about it? What What's your take? What did you think? So I saw just bits of the talk. And I mean, you know, to me, I, I thought it was interesting. But mm-hmm. it's, you know, I, I like this kind of stuff. Yeah. I also thought that a lot of this, like if we had put Steve Jobs in a turtleneck with pretty Apple graphics behind it, people yeah. would have eaten it up. Yes. Uh-huh. Like, but it was it was just it was dry and it was presented dry, but it was the information that the developers needed that was in there. It wasn't meant to be a big public unveiling, yes, right, or a big marketing thing. So yeah. I, the I don't know some of the blowback on it has been a little ridiculous. No, very kidding. much. No kidding. Well, and then a lot of it was you know yes, it was a GDC talk. It wasn't supposed to be. It wasn't. Like they didn't, I'm sure didn't come up with it with the intention of like 8 million people watching this, right? Like this was for a specific audience. They put it out there because clearly, you know, especially with everything that's happened, no one can, you know, you can't have any gatherings. So they just put it out there, you know, throw it online Mm -hmm. and then, uh oh, you know, here, here, you know, this was made for a room of maybe what, you know, a thousand, two thousand people, you know, or, or, you know, and, and, Eight million people, most of them just ravenous fans, just wait. Even people that don't have a place to people like us, right? It's like, hey, yeah, yeah here we go. And it's just like a snore fest, you know? So, and then the other thing too mm-hmm. was, um, you know, so what, what we do get out of it was, is the numbers, right? The internals, the yes. comparison. And apparently they don't stack up, like Sony doesn't stack up well when you just look at the numbers, yeah. right? But people that know about this stuff are like, well, actually, you know, they're doing some pretty innovative stuff on, you know, the hard drives and, and this that, and the other. And what it means is, you know, it could be totally revolutionary. But the fact that it was like a snooze fest has a lot of people really like, what is Sony doing? Like, is there like, has their marketing uh, team all gotten sick and, you know, just <laughs> unable to do anything like so? uh at least that's what I've seen in, in all the, you know, the different internet uh, provocateurs that yeah, we watch sure. slash channels slash, you know, uh, articles. That's kind of been the, the general consensus. But, yeah. you know, My, I'm I'm a I'm a simple man. So you guys, <laughs> you guys understand. Well, the internal th- this isn't going to hurt Sony. You know, mm-hmm. all, it's this is good. It's good information. To me, it kind of feels like they're a bit behind, and I'm sure Microsoft's uh, marketing department is super ha- happy the way this all went down. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. But I I fully expect Sony to come out and to present us this PlayStation 5. We're, you know, we, we just don't know enough yet. We know a lot mm-hmm. now, a lot more than we have, but there's still a lot of unanswered questions. Um, like, for one thing, what does the thing look like? Right. Like we still yeah. don't know. Right. So, I mean, it's it's fine. That's the kind of stuff I want to see. And that's the kind of stuff all the fans were hoping to see. Uh, but th- that's still coming, you know. But to me, I, I watched it uh, as it was played, uh, as it was streaming. And I thought it was great. I was like, man, this dude's cool. I want to come hang out with Mr. Mr. Cerny. But uh, and yeah. then I looked on the Internet and I'm like, uh oh. I'm oh. one of the nerds. Like, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I don't want to have hang out oh, with no. them. <laughs> so yeah, but let's let's do it, boys. Let's talk about some of these things here. And the first thing I think, which was kind of interesting, they talked about their 3D audio solution. They call it the Tempest Engine. It utilizes the ray tracing technology in order to allow sounds to come from specific locations to bounce around and to be affected by the environment. So it's, it's kind of a a new technology as far as sound goes in gaming. Uh, So I thought it was interesting. They spent, he spent a long time talking about it. 
And I mm-hmm. personally, I think he kind of even oversold it a bit. He described the experience he had with this technology being so believable. You could almost think he was talking about VR, like, you know, because he's talking about sounds and how it can trick your mind into thinking something's real when it's not. Okay, sure. I, I kind of get that. It kind of goes along with, you know, watching a movie that has really good sound and you're just really into it. I get it, right? But at the end of the day, it's sound that is going to be coming through your headphones and how immersive and amazing can sound be beyond what we already have. Because a lot of games that I've played in the past had amazing sound qualities and just great music and and just being able to to feel like you're in the game because of the way it sounds. I feel like in a lot of ways I already have that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's crazy. He even talked about the fact that this is something to where you may even need to... Th- th- this was nuts, I think. Maybe you need to send in a 3D image to Sony of your ear and your ear canal in order to get that that sound, the Tempest engine, to be fine-tuned to your specific ear. Okay, that's not going to happen. A, a what? Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Th- this is, that's that's either a dream, that's something that's not... I don't think we'll I mean, ever see, you know, okay. you get onto your, get on, you know, you log onto your PlayStation 5. It asks you to pull out your cell phone and take a picture of your ear and then upload it. And then you can play. Like, I, I just crazy. Okay. So this is really cool. Yes. Like, I, I think it's really <laughs> awesome. But just yeah. as, as long as you tell me it works without a 3D image of my ear, yeah. that's fine. I, then I'm all for it. Yeah, they're, if it they're, works better with one, uh-huh. I'm also all for that. Yeah. So, well, bring it the, on. The way it's going to work is that they're going to ship with specific profiles or something like that. The and there's year. a certain percentage of people that those profiles won't work. It won't do anything extra. And mm. those people may not even know it. So, there's this weird gap to, to uh, you know, being impacted by this the power of the tempest engine um it it's really this is it's ambitious it's clever Mm -hmm. it's really cool i don't know if it's practical i don't know if it's gonna work i i just don't see this as being something uh of great value but Mm -hmm. that's my take um but let's let's check out some of these specs because this is this is kind of where you know, the butter meets the bread right here because mm. yes, it is true that a developer has to know how to utilize a specific uh, console or the hardware in order to get the most out of it. It There's a lot to it. There's a lot on the back end to where you have to know what you're doing to get the most out of certain things in certain ways. And there's, you know, you hear of all these different techniques that developers use to utilize certain things. And there's these budgets and so all kinds of stuff, right? So we know this. So in some ways, as long as they're close, they'll be close enough and the average person won't really care. All right. Mm -hmm. So with that out of the way, you know, let's, let, let's talk about this for just a sec here. Um, the PlayStation five, same as the, the Xbox eight cores, 3.8 gigahertz. PlayStation is 3.5 and it's variable with, with Xbox. You're talking about how it's going to be locked in the same thing with their GPU, 12.1 teraflops locked. They're not moving from there at, uh, at 1.825 gigahertz. Sony is saying, while we have 10.2, but, uh, it can go up to 2.2 gigahertz, but that's variable as well. So that means it can boost up to that clock. So with, you're going to have more consistent performance with Xbox. Whenever you have any kind of boost clocking, whether your CPU or GPU, that's based off of the thermals. So, uh, and, and what, what that load is able to handle, it can go up there, but it's going to be variable. So it could come back down. Mm-hmm. So that, that doesn't say much to me. You know, if they're mm-hmm. saying that their graphics card is, 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 uh, can run faster, but it's less powerful and also it's variable. There's, there's, make no mistake, make no mistake. The PlayStation 5 is less powerful than the Xbox Series X. 
That's just the fact. You know, mm -hmm. there you can argue it from certain ways, saying no, the clock speed or different developers are saying it's fast or whatever. If you look at the specs, the Xbox is more powerful. Period. That's mm -hmm. that's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. And Mark Cerny even talked about uh, just the challenge with creating the PlayStation Five with having budget in mind and price in mind. This is mm -hmm. the best he can come up with for the amount of money he was allowed to spend. So, mm -hmm. you know, saying that in, in a simple way, but that's basically what it comes down to. So mm -hmm. can kid, uh, would Sony have been able to push beyond the Xbox? Of course, of course, but it would have costed more money to them, right. making it more expensive for us. So, I mean, there's a few more details. Uh, anything stick out to you guys that you really want to talk about? Um, I mean, I, I look at a lot of these numbers and... Yes, there are big differences if you math out what's on the paper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But in in real world experience. Exactly. This is from a, a PC standpoint. I doubt any of this is going to be noticeable. Mm -hmm. Except, and this is what everybody keeps harping on, is this uh, this PlayStation 5's hard drive. Yeah. If that's throughput of 5.5 gigabytes per second mm -hmm. versus 2.4 gigabytes per second yeah on the xbox it's, it, i mean if that is i realize that those are theoretical maximums but that's yes. still a huge difference that's almost that's twice Double, the right yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well what twice i the think throughput and that's i mean that's a big deal it is it's mm -hmm. like 40 percent or so but yeah but yeah. i i also don't feel like any of these things are necessarily the bottlenecks that we see no that is that is the biggest but you've ever thrown down matt because <laughs> it, is, it is so true and you don't know me yeah <laughs> <laughs> well th this is so cool because so i actually watched this like when i heard this it reminded me of a yet another linus tech tips video that was done over a month ago and the whole test they did was once you hit ssd does it matter like are you just getting punked by all these people who are saying well we have generation you know pci express 3 now we have uh nvma drive for a pci express 4 and so they're just like giving all these faster and faster hard drives so he had uh, different people there kind of sit down and have some blind tests play on different rigs that were as identical as possible apart from the ssd um so they did just a regular old ssd drive just the old ones mm -hmm. regular ones that, that go through sata then they did a, a some NVMe drives, which are going to be in these new boxes that are much faster. And on the high end, it is 10 times faster than the, the regular SSD drive. So they, the people, they didn't know which they were playing on. They got to play and people guessed them all wrong. There are only a couple mm. correct guesses, but by and large, taking uh, advantage of some of these speeds on hard drives is not an easy thing to do and it doesn't always translate to a better faster experience and that's just the way mm -hmm. it is so it's funny that the one thing that sony can really push and demonstrate that they've done something that is uh just looks better on paper is the one thing that is pretty unremarkable in practice which is crazy mm -hmm. i i will say though right now what we're what we're shooting for with mm -hmm. um with this new generation of consoles is is 4K 60 as the bare minimum, right? Yes. 4K resolution 60 frames a second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 4K 120 kind of on the high end for I guess competitive games. However, in display technology, we are starting to see 8K and higher Right. And it will not be long. It will be in this generation of consoles that we start seeing 16K. Mm -hmm. and, and these storage speeds, if you start seeing games at those resolutions and textures at those resolutions, you're going to need that kind of speed. Yes. I think that 
down the line on the tail end of the life cycle of these consoles, this is going to be a much bigger deal than it is now. Mm. Yeah. But I, I just don't, the, 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 the graphics cards and the processors in both of these consoles are not strong enough to utilize all that throughput, whether it's 2.4 or 5.5. They're right. just not. And that's, so that's not going to be the problem, which is funny. So I think Sony will achieve what they set out to achieve, which is virtually little to no load times. Microsoft is going to achieve that as well. That was the goal. That's what they've made here, and they're going to make it. They're going to do it, and that's awesome. That's fantastic. That means that developers can make bigger games and games that you don't have to worry about um, You know, pulling data for an entire zone that takes a minute to load and you can't make it too big because then assets hard to, you know, things start, you having all this pop in and stuff. So it solves Looking a lot of you, problems. Destiny which too. Is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it solves a lot of problems, but it's, you know, it's crazy. They did talk about, I think it's worth noting is that you'll be able to use a, uh, they're saying you can use a, I guess you can say an off the shelf drive that you can put in there where Microsoft is using a proprietary one uh, and selling it as like a, a, like a chip that you slide in. So right. an expansion slot for extra storage. What's crazy to me, I think is that if I am understanding this right, I believe they're using um, like PCI express 4.0 uh, for your NVMe drive, the, the type of interface and those things are remarkably expensive, like out of control. Like I have a good rig, like I have a ridiculous rig. So one of the main things I was doing was getting storage and I do have an NVMe drive in there. It is a 890 Evo or is it 870 Evo Samsung? I don't know. Anyways, it's a really good drive, really, really fast, but, um, I looked at getting the the 4.0, which my motherboard supports, and I was like, no, this is twice as much money, like literally mm-hmm. twice as much. And I was, uh, I, uh, it was a huge nope for me. So right. the, the hard drives don't even exist yet. Uh, Sony said, there's none of them that you could actually go out and buy. You have to wait, and then we have to test them, and then we have to see, is this compatible? Will it meet the standard? And then you can buy it. It's not going to be something you can buy in a store unless you have a micro center. Mm. But I don't know. I it's it's it was a little crazy to me. I think it's it's going to be a little bit more uh, challenging to to add s- that super fast storage to these new things. Uh, and I think I kind of see why now Microsoft decided to just have something in a package you could just buy at GameStop and just throw in your just plug it into the back. At first, I was kind of like, ah, that's kind of terrible. I would like to just kind of take take it apart and put something else in there. But now I see why. Uh, in order to achieve what is necessary to hit those benchmarks, then you're going to have to go super high end. So mm-hmm. anyways, those those are my thoughts about the hard drive in stuff. I'm glad you guys are here because I'd be like, I don't know. They said that's really awesome. <laughs> that the hard it but the hard drive, Matt. The hard drive, Manny. Yes. Yes indeed. <laughs> no, dude, it's so good to have uh both of you. Manny, dude, you always blow my mind with just how well informed you are about, you know, the guts of the technology that we use to have so much fun on, right? And you know, Matt, that's that's a little bit your world, right? In terms of, you know, what you do for a living. So it's 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 so cool to have both of you guys here kind of going back and forth and, and just kind of, you know, eat my popcorn and watching it, the fireworks, you know. But, uh, dude, listen, this is how I, how simple I am. I get excited when my keyboard lights up like the 4th of July <laughs> in Diablo 3. I don't know how that happens. Matt's over there like, oh, no, yeah, it's the, you know, the razor, blah, 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 this and that, you know. And I'm just like, dude. Whatever, bro. All I know is that my car, my my keyboard lights the frick up whenever <laughs> whenever I pick up some new, whenever I kill a, a an elite pack, you know. But uh, oh, no, man. dude, it's uh, it'll be interesting for me. It just in terms of like the layperson, right? What stands out is, 
um, in, in trying to be as objective as possible. Uh, you know that the Xbox obviously requires you to use a very specific hard drive where it sounds like the PlayStation is going to be a little bit more flexible with what you can put in there, right? That might be yeah. something where folks will maybe save a little bit of money. But, you know, like I said, you know, having heard you guys kind of go back and forth, you know, I guess it's a little bit more wait and see how it all turns out, right? Yeah. Yeah, I I, I, I think so. There's still so much, so many unanswered questions about both of these mm-hmm. things that I'm like, right. at the end of the day, just go buy a PC and you'll be happy. Right. Yeah. Well, you yeah. spend the money on a PC. <laughs> and right now we've got we've got holiday release holiday twenty twenty release dates. But with everything going on right oh my now, gosh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I I will be surprised if either of these companies have a product to give us come to Yeah. Well, even if they do, you can't expect that those are going to sell the way that they anticipated, right? Well, there'll right. definitely be shortages with, with it for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, but even even absent that, right? Let's mm-hmm. take that off the table. Let's yeah. say there are no shortages. People are like left and right. Their hours cut, getting cut back. They're you know, yeah, being on unemployment right now. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy. So yeah, dude, that 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 um, you know that target date being what it is, I can't imagine that they're going to even come close to their projected numbers. Yeah. We'll see, man. Mm. It's going to be exciting. I'm still looking forward to it, even though I, I prefer to play things on PC. Uh, I'm still super excited. I think it's great and a lot of fun to think about, to talk about, and I can't wait. Mm -hmm. The most, most important thing. I can't wait to see the games. Oh yeah. Yes. Absolutely. The actual games, yeah. not the, the old games that actually, they show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> the day is coming. The day is coming this yes. year where we're gonna have a show about games we've never seen before and I can't wait. Super yes. excited. Yeah, for sure. So for sure. all right. Any any final thoughts, gentlemen, before we hop on out of here? Mm-mm. No. All righty. Th- hey, thanks for hanging out with us again, Matt. Yeah, man. No problem. Thanks for having thanks me for again. By. Super awesome. Oh, and thanks. Always a pleasure. Yes, always. And thanks, everybody, for listening to us. We really appreciate it. And thank you so much to our good friend, Game Lantern Martin, for supporting us on Patreon. Big shout out to everyone who's decided to support the show on patreon.com slash Gaming Adventure Club. But we really appreciate Mm -hmm. it. And if you would like to come and hang out with us, if you have anything you'd like to say, you want to say, hey, Manny, you're wrong. They're not using this. They're doing that. Whatever. Come hang out on Discord gamingadventureclub.com slash discord and join the club you can't tell me i'm wrong because i don't say anything oh boy (laughs) (laughs) well until next time my friends have an adventurous week and take care of each other 